I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Down the block, Andrew Gunn. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. G'day guys, welcome back to our rapid review of finals week two. Only two games on, so I'm not sure how long we will go for here realistically. And I sort of thought that my live reactions to these games were pretty spot on, to be honest with you. When going back and watching these two, uh, I, my, my mind didn't really change on anything that I said in my live reaction. Let's get stuck into the first game though, and what a cracker this one was. The Canberra Raiders and the Parramatta Eels going head to head. I actually thought the Raiders get an upset here. How wrong I was. The Parramatta Eels they were sensational. I don't think the Canberra Raiders were a train wreck. I just think Parramatta were very, very good. But there was a gap between these two sides. I thought Dill Brown and Mitch Moses, they were sensational. Dylan Brown were in for 300 metres. What a knock that was. Some of the paths, some of the kicks they were putting in, unreal. Moses threw a cutout ball to Wonga Blake down the right edge. Fuck, it was an absolute seed. I was very, very impressed with these halves when they are on. God, they are good to watch. We spoke about on Instagram that Sean Lane, Bolo, Regan Campbell-Gillard, Ipat, Matto, they all ran for 100 metres in the first half. Just to give you an indication of how bizarre this is, in the second game that we'll talk about a little bit later, the Cronulla Sharks and the South Sydney Rabbitohs, not a single player ran for over 75 metres at halftime in that game. And the Parramatta Eels, they had five that went 100 plus. So through the middle, it was just total domination. And the Parramatta Eels, they were putting on points left, right and centre off the back of that. Reed Marnie at halftime, he'd run for zero metres as well. So they were just dominating so much through the forwards that he was able just to stand and deliver, throw it off the deck, create opportunities there. Just on Reid Marnie, fuck, they're going to miss him next year. I thought some of his passes were sensational. There's a try that Micah Sivo, he scores, uh, then it goes upstairs, gets taken off him. And if you just watch the pass that Reid throws to Mitch Moses, he beats two defenders with the pass. He gets him on the front foot, he gets him on the outside shoulders, and it's already over by then. They really are going to miss Reid Marnie, and he is going to be a sensational get for Canterbury. Uh, we mentioned it the other day, Matty Burton. He's going to be the big, big winner out of that. Uh, I thought the Raiders, they really did miss 
miss Adam Elliott. As we said, it was an absolute domination through the middle, uh, and I really think they did miss Adam Elliott. I don't know if he would have turned this game, uh, but you could tell that they desperately missed him. I was shocked when Brad Arthur put Mitch Moses back on the field at the end of the game. That was a very, very bizarre one to me. Uh, the game was locked up. They were home. I don't know why on earth, after he was under a HIA risk all week, why you would put him back on the field. And of course, uh, what happened when he did get on the field? He got whacked by Jack, uh, and then Hudson Young came in, and it, it could have been absolutely carnage. Why on earth you would put Mitch Moses back on the field when he's running at the edge of Jack White and Hudson Young? That is just beyond me. Just stupidity. Um, you had a halfback on your bench. You've been carrying Jacob Arthur all fucking season. If you can't trust him to hold on to, I think it was a 24-point lead with 15 minutes to go. Why is he in this football team? It was a bizarre... I just cannot believe he made that decision. And Mitch Moses wants to go on, fine. Make the call, no. You're too important to this football team. The last 15 minutes here don't mean fucking jack shit. Next week is when it's going to matter, and that's when we need you going up to North Queensland. So a bizarre decision from Brad Arthur. Cannot believe he made that one. Outside of that, I thought they were fantastic. Uh, for the Canberra Raiders, you got to, you know, just, just a tough tough night at the office. As I said, I don't think they were awful. Parramatta were very good, uh, but we just haven't seen the Raiders get dominated through the middle like that for quite some time. So their forward pack, they'll be very, very disappointed with that one. They That forward pack has prided themselves this year on being underestimated. Uh, there was an article at the start of the season that Fox League put out where they ranked all of the forward packs throughout the competition. They had the Canberra Raiders in 13th, and I can confirm that this Raiders pack, they have been reminded of that all year. It's a thing that has really, really push them. Uh, so for them to put in that sort of performance in this game, very, very disappointing for them. One of the big talking points coming out of this one, though, of course, was Xavier Savage came up with a couple of uh, rookie errors throughout this game, which has sort of been the story of his season. But then at the same time, he did put their only points on the scoreboard, scoring a sensational individual try. And this is why uh, they are doing what they're doing with Xavier Savage. This is why they've backed him in over chance because he will be the future at this club. He's still got a lot of things to iron out of his game. There is no doubt about that. We've been talking about it all season and he's a guy that I'm very interested to see come round one next year because he's had a lot of experience this year, a lot of negatives, a lot of positives as well, uh, but he needs to really be learning those lessons and he needs to learn them quickly because the fullback position is such a crucial spot and you look at the other teams that they're competing with for a premiership next year, all these teams have experienced ones who don't make the sort of mistakes that Savage does, but they're not all in the first 25 games of their career obviously, but Savage, he does need Need, uh, to obviously study up on his game and look to improve it every single week that he is playing, which he has been doing. Uh, there is no doubt about it, but there was obviously a couple of really key moments there that were very costly. Uh, he will be better for the run, though. Uh, we've speak a lot about over the last few weeks that 20-minute to 40-minute period with the Parramatta Eels, the Penrith Panthers. They won that period last year, and I, I think it won the game for them. This week, uh, the Parramatta Eels absolutely dominated that period. Now, the 20 to 40-minute period actually turned into the 13 to 40-minute period. Uh, it's essentially from when Ryan Madison gets on the field. That's when the Parramatta Eels tend to go up a gear. And if you can control them during that period, you go a long way to beating them. Unfortunately for the Canberraiders, they didn't get close to them in that period. Uh, it was three tries to one. Xavier Savage, he did score his crazy individual try during that 
that period. Uh, so that definitely helped their cause. But Parramatta, they really did dominate them throughout that period. And it was a real turning point in this game. Despite it being early, it was a real turning point that in the 12th minute, Jordan Rapana, he drops the ball over the line, essentially. Ryan Madison comes on in the 13th minute. And then the 14th minute, uh, Savage, that ball goes between his legs when he doesn't really sort of half attacks the ball, half waits for it. A pretty brutal three or four minutes there for the Canberra Raiders. Obviously, the compounding of those events. The Rapana knock on, Madison entering the field. And then, of course, the Opachik try off the back of the Savage misread of the bounce there. Made life very, very tough for the Canberra Raiders. And personally, once that sort of happened, I felt like that period was sort of over for the Canberra Raiders. It was very, very hard to come back into it. Uh, but credit to the Parramatta Eels. Uh, a sensational performance. They were very strong. Uh, they can only play who's put in front of them. The Canberra Raiders weren't overly great. They weren't terrible, but they weren't great, let's be honest here. But Parramatta, once again, they can only play who's in front of them. And I thought they had a really strong performance. Their forwards were great. Their backs were sensational. Their halves, very, very impressive. So you can't really ask for much more out of the Parramatta Eels. Let's move to the South Sydney game. A big win over the Cronulla Sharks ending there. Pretty impressive season. The Sharkies, disappointing how it played out. But we'll talk about South Sydney first. Uh, Cam Murray, I thought he was unreal. Scored a great try just on half time, which really, really would have cut deep with the Cronulla Sharks. In particular, Craig Fitzgibbon, who uh, has built his career on sensational defense. Real coach killers, those ones, just before half time, especially uh, the manner in which it was scored. I thought Damien Cook, he was really good as well. They've definitely missed his impact over the last few weeks. I know he returned uh, last week, but didn't play huge minutes there, obviously. I thought he was great the other night. I thought Campbell Graham, once again, he was sensational as well. He's such an impressive player, Campbell Graham. Huge fan of him. I thought Lachlan Ilias, he was great. We spoke about him in the live review. Stand by everything I said. I thought he was great in this game. Scored a try. I think he had two try assists. Um, but the thing that stood out for me was that three weeks ago, Angus Crichton, he, he ran over the top of him a couple of times, and everyone was bagging him about his defense and whatnot. Uh, since then, he's played two sudden-death games. He's missed a grand total of two tackles. So a very, very impressive turnaround from Lockie Elise. And this is what I love about this kid. Um, he's been dropped. They've talked shit about him, all this stuff. And he just bounces back and just keeps improving every single week. He's going to be a very, very good player, Lockie Elias. You know, I, th- I think that it's fair to say now that the Rabbitohs probably got this one right, uh, letting Adam Reynolds go. It seemed crazy at the time. But they've managed to get to a prelim final with Lachlan Elias. Uh, I... You know, I find it hard to argue that they probably haven't won this one. So we'll see how it plays out. But I genuinely believe and said it, you know, at the end of last season that I think Lachlan Elias, he can be a 10-year halfback at the South Sydney Rabbitohs. So great decision there by then. Um, Look, the Rabbitohs, they were good. They weren't great. Um, They completed at 61% in the first half and they led 18-0. So that one had really hurt the Sharkies. Not like the Bunnies were playing unbelievable football that you couldn't quite possibly stop. 61%, pretty shit uh, completion rate there. Plenty of errors by the Bunnies in the first half. Still led 18-0. The Sharkies, their completion rate was 66%. Which is still pretty disappointing in the first half, but better than the Bunnies, and they led 18 nil. So um, yeah, a, a real kick in the dick there for the Sharkies. You could probably have copped 12 nil, probably dealt with it, but 18 nil just after Cam Murray scored that try. Where he of course went through Dale Finucan. Uh Very very disappointing there for the Sharkies. Speaking of Dale, he was the only Sharks forward to go 
100 plus metres in that entire game. So um, a bit of a disaster there for the Sharkies, especially when you consider the night before you had Parramatta Eels, pretty much their entire pack went for 100 plus metres in the first half. The Sharkies only had one forward that went for 100 plus metres in the entire game. So very, very disappointing. Latrell Mitchell, I thought he was good once again. Ran for 66 metres, which I know a lot of people are focusing on. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. I mean, I thought he was great with the ball in hand. His energy was everywhere. Uh, he hasn't missed a goal in finals. A lot of them have been from the sideline. I said to Kempi via text the other night, has a player ever hit them sweeter from the sideline? He just absolutely loves it. Uh, and I know that, you know, after he kicks and whatnot, the arms are going in the air. He's making a lot of noise and everything. And I, I know for whatever reason, that's upsetting people. Um, it's funny in rugby league, where I always hear this, there's no more characters anymore. And then as soon as you get a character, you don't want them anymore. I mean, embrace what Latrell is doing. Enjoy what he's doing. It's not like he's carrying on like a tit and they're not backing it up. He's backing it up every single week. You had 40,000 people that went after him three weeks ago at the opening of the SFS in a dead rubber game and you all let him know on social media how shit he was and how you all rattled him and all this sort of stuff. I mean, it was a dead rubber game. When the games that matter are on, Latrell Mitchell stands up and he's done it once again here. I thought he was great. I think his goal kicking in the moment is sensational. I thought Cody Walker was fantastic in this game as well. Scored a great try over Nico Hines. Put the left foot on him left him for dead. The inside defenders sort of got caught up, but the recognition by Cody Walker on that play was sensational. They're very exciting to watch at the moment, South Sydney. They are going to have to be better next week. There is no doubt about that whatsoever. If they play like they did in this game, I think the Penrith Panthers will absolutely give it to them. So uh, they will have to clean up their completion rate. Their defense will have to improve as well. I know they didn't concede that many points to Cronulla, uh, but the Sharkies, they were still making your line breaks and your tackle breaks, and I just think the Penrith Panthers... Uh, they'll be able to throw a lot more at this team and test them and really get to some of the weaker spots in their defense. So going to be a big test for them. Just on the Sharkies, before we do finish up, uh, obviously they had a great season, finished second overall. Did go out in straight sets, though. Very disappointing. I will say this about the Sharkies. I think that if they win that first game, I think there's a really good chance they go to the grand final. If they would have had a week off uh, and then they take on it, you know, whichever team had just batted themselves over the, next, over the last two weeks, I think it would have been a very, very different story, but that's the way that Rugby League goes. If you don't stand up in those big moments in finals footy, life can get very difficult. I think the standout, most disappointing thing for me for the Sharkies was that their defense throughout this year, the entire, their entire game was built around their defense. No shock with a guy like Craig Fitzgibbon there. Cam McInnes, Dale Finucane, your sort of leaders there, great defensive players. Wade Graham as well. Defense was what they built their game on, and throughout the entire 2022 regular season, they averaged just 15 points per game, conceding 15 points per game. In the finals, uh, they conceded 70 points in two games, so an average of 35 points. So they conceded, on average, 20 more points per game in the finals than they did in the regular season. So that is more than three converted tries. So a very, very disappointing way for the Cronulla Sharks to finish season 2022, one that's going to leave a really sour taste in their mouth during 
during this offseason. I cannot wait to see how they respond to it next year. They will be better for the run. Obviously, their halves have really gelled, gelled well together. Their outside backs have gone to a new level this season as well. So a lot of positive signs for the Sharkies out of this year, but an incredibly disappointing way for them to finish this season. Obviously, scoreboard-wise, but just their defense that they that they that that was their DNA all season for the Sharkies. Uh, so very very disappointing. You could also argue the way that they they moved the ball and scored a lot of points throughout the year, also part of their DNA, and it sort of dropped off come finals time. In saying that, they did score thirty points last week, so pretty damn impressive. But scoring thirty, uh, it's good. But conceding 30, that is an absolute fucking disaster come finals time. So disappointing finish for the Sharkies. They will be better for the run next year. Cannot wait for the games coming up this weekend. It is going to be sensational. The Penrith Panthers and the South Sydney Rabbitohs, a grand final replay. And then the Parramatta Eels on a date with Destiny going up to North Queensland to take on Jason Tamalolo and his well-rested side. It is going to be an absolute cracker. Plenty more content coming on the Rugby League Guru Podcast today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.